Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. America, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. Doug Gottlieb Show comes from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com. It's the way tire buying should be. Mm. Um, weird weekend in Los Angeles, right? Really, really weird. Uh, this past week was... Here's how it actually works where I live. Now... Um, John lives, uh, I just, I, I'm not going to give away the address. Uh, th- that happened once on TMZ in the paparazzi. I know John was a lot, uh, <laughs> John's the closer to the Rose bowl. Yeah. Yes. Um, Jay Stu and Bayer are, uh, North of Los Angeles again, in a slightly more inland area that was, they got a lot, a lot of rain on Sunday and I'm in more of a beach community south of Los Angeles. So again, there's varying degrees and you're like, okay, well it's one area. No, it's so big where I am is usually much more moderate than where J Stu is. And maybe to a slightly extent where Ramos is right. Like it usually, it doesn't get that hot in the summer and it doesn't get that cool in the winter. It's like moist and kind of, uh, kind of damp. And whereas, I think, and Jay, you could speak to this because you live there and I don't, but gets really hot in the summer, you know, probably 20 degrees hotter than it is here. And um, in the winter at night, it can get like 
10 degrees, maybe cooler than it is here. Is that about accurate? It's exactly right. So we experience uh, more extreme weather. Right. Given now, the ex- again, weather. extreme for California, I understand it's not extreme for the Midwest, the Northeast, the South. Like, again, we're talking like in the summer where it'll be 85 where I live, it'll be 105 where Jason lives. And the winter, where it doesn't usually get below the high 40s, they can get into the low 30s, and it can be you know, quite, quite cold, a little bit windier, okay? a, a, a lot more up and down with the climate. So I don't know what your guys' experience was Saturday. Saturday, the humidity started to creep up, but all last week, I mean, Chamber of Commerce weather. Usually in California, we get like two weeks in the summer where it's kind of humid. And outside of that, not much. Well, it was a little bit humid last week, but I mean, it was spectacular. And then they had this, this hurricane coming. And by the way, big uh, F you to all. And there's like 15 people on Twitter. I tweeted out a picture of Dodger Stadium and said it was the 18th rainout. In Dodger Stadium history. Dodger Stadium opened in 1955. That's 68 years. That's how my math works. That's, those are pretty good numbers. And it's pretty spectacular aerial photography of what Chavez Ravine looks like when you've had, you know, four or five inches of rain in one day. But you get people like, well, it's not a rain out because they moved the game up and played a doubleheader, which, by the way, John Ramos went to game one of the doubleheader because he had tickets to the Sunday game. Anyway, there was supposed to be a game. They, they moved the game because of rain. I don't know if that's the Major League Baseball or Elias Sports Bureau edition of a rainout, but it feels like a rainout to me. And I don't really care to argue with you on Twitter about that. But there was, there's a lot of preseason football games taking place. Did you guys see the Patriots game was that against the Packers, I think, right? They played the, yeah, they played the Packers, and one of their players was, uh, was immobilized, and there was fear of, uh, of paralysis. Yeah, Isaiah, I, Isaiah Bolden out of, uh, I think he played for Dion last year, Jackson He State, did. Yeah. He played for Jackson State, a seventh-round pick. Um, Isaiah Bolden was injured with 10-38 remaining in the fourth quarter, and he was placed on a stretcher. And carted off the field. It was third and seven. Bolden's, he was looking to tackle um, Malik Heath, a wideout. And he took friendly fire from Calvin Munson. Bolden was hit in the head, fell to the ground. He didn't move. Didn't move at all. He was placed in the stretcher, carted off the field. It was the final play of the game. Both teams agreed um, to end the contest. So he's okay. He was released from the hospital. Movement of all of the extremities. It is. And it's really interesting. Like, I was driving my, kid, my son to school, and he's like, Dad, the, the, the hurricane wasn't as bad as what they said. Why is it that when weather's not as bad, as we say, we make fun of the weather people, but, like, we're so happy, Isaiah Bolden, like, it's not as bad as we thought it could be. It's the greatest news ever that he walked out of the hospital a day later, right? You ever, you ever think about that? Like, it's okay to be extra cautious anyway. So I'm... I'm I'm reading this story. I'm watching the highlights. I mean, obviously, last night, it was. Kind of, I thought it was great because it was kind of like COVID where there's nothing you can do. And the power was out in some areas, too. So you just actually had to have either a relaxing time, read a book, board games, or conversations. Dare I say conversations with one another? Anyway. 
I remember having this discussion with friends when Ryan Shazier, his career came to an end uh, with his uh, partial paralysis uh, when the Pittsburgh Steelers played. And you had to have the thought when DeMar Hamlin laid motionless there last year and actually had to be brought back to life. And this is not me going Michelle Beadle on you. And I love beads, but, you know, she turned on football and though she's now she has a new national radio show. Congrats to her. Michelle's a friend. I think she's an incredible talent. So this is not me saying I don't watch football. I don't like football. I love football. I'm so excited. This is a game week, week zero in the NFL. I'm excited to see Aaron Rodgers play um, in their final preseason game. Who doesn't love football? I had my son play tackle football for two years. But Isaiah Bolds lay in there motionless. And I was thinking to myself, we do know that somebody's not going to get up at some point, right? It is nothing short of a miracle that an NFL player has not died on the field to this point in time. It, it has happened at youth levels. It's happened at high school levels. I don't know if it's happened in college football. I don't remember it happening in a game in college football. But bigger, faster, stronger, and and here's a real thing. You know, they're hitting less and less and less outside of games. And some would say, well, they don't hit as much in games as well. But when they do hit, you haven't built up any sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, like a tolerance or, you know how when you go out and when it's first summer, you get that burn layer, right? You kind of get that skin on top that's kind of like, it's, it's burned, but not so much so that it's going to peel and it allows you to get a tan there afterwards. Like they have no burn layer. There's no tolerance there. There's no, no antibodies there. Now you're going from barely, you know, barely touching each other or barely hitting in practice to full on contact. That seems to set you up for potential failure. Additionally, the guys are bigger, faster, stronger. And like, look, you get your, your body caught in an awkward position. You end up running into one another. Things can happen. And at some point, somebody is going to die. Right? It's like, I mean, how many times have you seen the running of the bulls in Pamplona? And you're like, at some point you're cheering for the bull. You're like, I kind of want to clip somebody. But in watching it, at some point, somebody's going to die. That Those are real, live, several-ton animals who are, they're going to gore you, and they're going to gore you in the wrong place, and you're going to bleed out. So I just, what do you think happens when that happens? Right? If when a guy goes down, he's motionless, we cancel the game. I understand this is a morbid thought, but that this is the real. I mean, Jay Stewart, I couldn't be the only one who's thought this. I I definitely think about it more than I probably should. It, it sounds like a morose like topic to even bring up, but it's like, um, yeah, what happens after that? What I I have a feeling mm-hmm. the Demar Hamlin thing it, it's set in uh, in motion a bunch of things that the NFL had to kind of take a look at things and be like, what do we do in case of this? And I'm, I'm hoping 
that there is a framework for what the hell happens if a f- player is lying dead on the field. Um, I'm hoping that's the case because they kind of bungled the DeMar thing. I know that after the fact they took credit for it, but we were really confused about all that. Remember Joe Buck came like back on camera and he was like, I really have nothing to say right now, so we're going to go to a break. <laughs> like Nobody knew how to react. I'm hoping next time around everyone just kind of has a something in place. You know, everyone's ready. Yeah, I, I think what happens, I mean, they cancel the game, and the question is, how long do we not see football? Right? It's an obvious risk. My, my brother was at a high school football game in San Diego. His buddy's son is a kicker, and they just went to see, uh, he just moved back into San Diego. And uh, they, they wanted to see his buddy Ryan's son kick. And in the fourth quarter, the game was called because a kid, I think he had a, suffered a broken trachea. Man. Right? Like, whew, that's a tough one. And he actually asked the question. He's like, dude, that's throwing out high school kids out to do this. You're just crazy. And... Uh, yeah. John, what do you think happens in the incredibly unfortunate instance that that does happen? That someone passes away in a game? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, like you said, we got close to it right? last season, so that was kind of a, kind of a wake-up right. call. So, but, but was it? Right? Like, yeah. What, was point. it? I, don't get me wrong. The training staffs are ready. I mean, the Bills training staff was incredible. Right. Incredible. And the training staffs are incredible. But there is I I would guess, unfortunately, there's going to be a moment where that doesn't happen. Right? It's just I'm just talking about the reality of it and think about how, you know, it's interesting when that happened. Think back to the DeMar Hamlin thing. There wasn't a human being on radio or TV at the time who was like, hey, this thing's really dangerous. It was all the you had the super. You had the, the crazies, and I'm going to put Jason in there with you with the crazy, with the, it's the vaccine, right? You had people what? talking. Wait, hold on a second. No, yeah. no. that yes. was not me. That was not me. I was you, not... Were, you didn't say that? Oh, no, 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 no. Not on air, off air. Not off air, not on air. I, never. You I never thought never. any of it had to do with the vaccine? Never. Okay. Well, Remember, there was. Just, just, to, just to clear the air. Yes. I said. Yes. That every, all the kooks that were saying it was a vaccine or why haven't we seen Hamlin? It looks like a dummy. You know, I said that the theories that they were spouting should not be immediately dismissed because you don't agree with it. That was that's how I that's how I positioned it. But at no point did I say the vaccine caused it or that, that was a problem. I just have a problem with people getting canceled for stating something that disagrees with you. That was the problem for me. No matter how crazy it sounds, you shouldn't be dismissed because it disagrees with your political platform. I don't. I have, it has nothing to do with political. For me, and I'm, I know you're not speaking of me. I, you're, you're saying like, yeah, right? The or royal you. you, yeah. People right. out there, yeah. Right. Uh, I would say that you have enough doctors that quickly identified exactly what happened. And... You know, it's it's like the Bronny James thing. Well, it's got to be because he's vaccine. Because you look at like, dude, I, I, 
it's that one. You're like, okay, I'll open up to the possibility, but the much stronger likelihood is, you know, it's like anybody who's been around basketball knows somebody who this has happened to long before these vaccines were ever in place. It's like anytime something happens, uh, anything with somebody's heart having to do with sports, it's like gotta be the vaccine. So the, the, so the anti-vaxxers went crazy that way. And those same conspiracy theorists came in with the, it's, he's not really, that's not really him. And then there was the people who came out harshly against Skip Bayless because his tweets and then his response lacked any sort of empathy. But there was zero discussion at the time. It was like, hey, you know, this might be a little bit more dangerous than we were kind of letting on. And we could sit there and go like, no, these guys, they know what they're getting into. How many times have you heard a football player go, you know what you're getting into? We know what you're getting into. Like, really? Do you think you really walk out there going like, I could die today? Again, it doesn't mean that football won't be played. It's a lot like we see this in F1 races, right? Or, or NASCAR races, you know. Did they, did they take any time off when Dale Earnhardt Jr., when Dale Earnhardt Sr. died? But football is such a part of our culture and the violence is so real. I don't know. I watched this weekend and I thought, God bless. Just get up, kid. Come on. Get up. Just give me the wave. Give me the thumbs up. Tell me you're okay. And now he's walking out of hospital, which is great. And then the like, at some point, somebody's not going to be great. I don't know. That, that, maybe those are morbid th- thoughts that went through my head. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose some full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. 
Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're great. Broadcasting live from the TyRack.com studios. TyRack.com, we'll be get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. TyRack.com, it's the way tire buying should be. Mm-mm-mm. Had to go to TyRack.com today. Uh, daughter hit a curb Saturday night. Popped a tire. Ah, the joys of parenting children who can drive poorly. Anyway, uh, love the folks at TireRack.com. They always come through for me, and they have that free roadhouse protection. So, pop the tire, ran over a nail. Who's going to know? Anyway, <laughs> uh, and the show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. We don't really take much from preseason games, you know, unless somebody's do you guys see Matt? Uh, it's, raise your hand if you knew Matt Barkley was still in the league. Did you know that? Kinda. Do you, you remember Matt Barkley was going to be the number one overall pick in the NFL draft? And then he went back to USC and he came back and he was not? I remember it well. Yeah, that was yeah. horrible. Uh, Matt Barkley was 7 of 12 on Saturday night. 93 yards, three interceptions, was sacked. And uh, was was sacked, and he lost a fumble. Like that's a that's a tough night. That's a tough night, especially when Kyle Allen was like twelve of fifteen, one touchdown, played perfect football, comes out. All right, here comes Matt. Uh, excuse me, actually, Kyle Allen was Kyle Allen. They have two. Isn't that weird? They got Kyle and Josh Allen, and they got Matt Barkley. And the thing about Matt Barkley is, um, he's in that stage, and he's been in the stage for like the last five years in his career where. You're, you don't really want him to play because he's, so, he's got su- such a high football IQ. He's basically your assistant quarterback coach and assistant offensive coordinator. On the other hand, um, he's got to be able to play a little bit in the meantime, and I think he can't play a little bit. Anyway, Packers, of course, had their preseason game against the Patriots. So, um, and... You know, we're trying to figure out what Jordan Love is. Meanwhile, you're watching the Jets play, and the Jets have a preseason game coming up next week, and it'll be their final preseason game. If we remember, the preseason contracted, right, by one game. Is, am I, I'm, I'm not thinking wrong on this. And the Jets are supposedly going to play Aaron Rodgers. And there's lots of back and forth about should he play. They're playing the Giants. The Giants have a good pass rush. You know, do they want, do they, do you really want to play Aaron Rodgers? Because Aaron Rodgers didn't play in the preseason, in, in the preseason yet. And my argument is, yeah, 
right? If you can't survive one preseason game, how are you going to survive 17 games? I, I understand that there is completely understand they got offensive line issues and there's no real win on the scoreboard for having him in. But he's going to play in live reps in a game without having played live reps in a preseason game. I, I would never stop guys from wanting to play, especially at a position like quarterback where it doesn't feel like you can, you can, uh, you can avoid, you can avoid any, any sort of negative impact or, you know, you see anything close, you throw it away or you just take a, take a knee. What do you think, Jay Stu? You think he should play? I, I just think that the um, the risk involved, if there's one takeaway that we've had from the Jets training camp, um, it's that the offensive line is still figuring stuff out. And I think that the, the concern is that if the offensive line has not figured itself out, then why would you want to put your quarterback in any kind of jeopardy? especially when they're starters all around the NFL who um, who aren't playing in the preseason at all. So I think that's the argument against it. But the Jets are going to do it anyways, right? Yeah, and then, of course, they canceled their – they didn't show up for a dual practice last week. That one, that thing was real weird, too. You know, they just no-showed for a practice because Robert Sala couldn't be there, so they felt like they couldn't be there. That was just so weird. So weird. Ramos, where are you on on guys playing preseason games and if it's a good idea? I think they should play at least some of a preseason game. I saw Jimmy Garoppolo play, I think it was like two sets of downs in the Rams-Raiders game on Saturday. I think they should get in there, at least get a fill, throw the ball around a little bit. They don't have to play the whole game, and uh, then then they're good. But just to sit out the entire game and watch, I mean, I don't know. I, I agree with you about... Like we don't want to get if that if the theory was we don't want them to get hurt, I think that theory has been thrown out of, with the bathwater. No, I mean like look, you, you don't want guys to get hurt, but they, they play in the, and I know some of these are being canceled. They play in the closed scrimmages, right? In the in the two team scrimmages. Um, so I I just I don't really understand. I don't actually understand the logic there, and like we're not going to have them play in the games but we'll have them play in the scrimmages I mean look I get it you don't want your quarterback getting hurt getting hit and you can protect him and put a jersey on him but they're still going to get popped and you still run the risk of uh of non-contact injuries in those in all of those workouts so I I just you, you got to get some reps with the guys you got to get some down and distance reps and I know you get those in the scrimmages and if, but if Aaron Rodgers feels like he needs it for rhythm and timing, then he needs it for rhythm and timing. Exactly. Has he ever gotten hurt in a preseason game? I think the answer is no. So why, why suddenly we're so concerned that he'll get hurt in a preseason game? Uh, that's, that's, that's my thinking behind it. Uh, I, I think it's fun. I think it's interesting. I also think there is a little bit of, and I'm sure this is what a lot of people are thinking, this is a very Jets move. Right? The Jets who are trying to, they always try and own New York instead of just put a good football team out there. Like they're playing the Giants. They want to own New York. We're going to throw Aaron Rodgers out there. Where that's not what owns New York. Just win consistently and you'll own the town. Every town likes a winner. It's amazing how that happens. When you win, they show up. That's exactly how it works. Exactly how it works. Um, I'm more interested in this Monsi went to Taylor Swift and then reported back. Is this the only show you've gone to this summer? 
No, I saw Blink. Well, of Taylor Swift, I only saw one because I had to take out a loan and give up a kidney. But I did also go see uh, Blink-182. How were they? They were wonderful. Oh, it was so good. It was so fun. It was so... Travis Barker is an amazing, amazing drummer. Did you think Travis Barker was an amazing drummer before he was on the uh, cut with the Kardashians? (laughs) Yes. I just didn't know how good he was. I mean, I've been listening to Blink since I was like in third grade. And in fact, I remember like there was this particular song that my brother was like, do not listen to that song. We could talk about that off air. But uh, I've been a big fan and I guess I, I didn't know how good he was. He had like a solo long segment by himself just going at it with the drums. And it was so awesome to watch. Ooh, the drum, the old drum solo in the oh, middle it was of a so rock good. concert. And then solo. they lifted him up. They lifted his set oh, I'm sure. by himself yeah. up above everybody else. It was so awesome. Well, Tommy Lee, they used to, with Motley Crue, they used to run him over the whole stadium. Like he would go up upside down and they would spin him around. So I think I just, that's been done before already. Usually the drum solo. <laughs> All right, Travis. The Break name, that one. The, the name of the drum solo song is usually, I'm going to go get a beer. What, you guys want anything? <laughs> <laughs> no! That is so true, no! by the way. No, not yes. at all. It was so good. It was. He was great. He was great. And I was at the show that... There's no way Monsi was a... Was a oh, it's because of the Kardashians. Come not on, man. Not at all. Not at, I don't want him dating or being married to a Kardashian. Oh, I don't want that. Why? Why? I heard he's like a great dude. Like, they yeah, have a good I mean, thing. Because all They're of us, love. the minute he did that... Everybody started criticizing him. So I just was like, the world, because the Kardashians are either loved or hated. There's no in between. There's no in between, unfortunately, for those billionaires. You either love them or you hate them. So what is the, what does that have to do with him? That he was kind of crucified a little bit by the ones. By who? By the ones who hate the Kardashians. Pay attention. I don't, I don't, I'm going to disagree there. You've clearly fallen for Travis Barker because of how nice he is to Courtney in, uh, in the show. And now you're like the, the one person watching okay, the drum solo. first of all, that's cute where's that you the, think I watch the show. Whereas the, re- the rest of us, the rest of us are like, dude, drum solo. Oh God. No, see, it's cute that you think I watch that show because I don't. Okay. So no, no, never. No. Oh, never? you went, no when it came out. When it came out. Oh yeah. How many seasons deep did you go into the Kardashians? Uh, I probably like watched the first five seasons religiously. Okay. Yeah. Jay Stu, have you ever watched an entire Keeping Up with the Kardashians? Um, I've watched entire episodes, but I I I can't say I've tracked more than uh, three total yeah. in my entire life. I never watched a whole episode. Um, I have watched three quarters of a couple of them, but. <laughs> I would I would tell you like I I watched Jay Stu and I are locked in on we're both Bachelor you know he has the Bachelor podcast right yeah. yes which yes. is very good by the way the, the is, is the, the new one with the old guy is Brian old no no, no he, they haven't yeah. done the Golden Bachelor they're the golden just doing one. the Bachelorette right now uh, and by the way um yeah my official take on the the um, elderly okay. bachelor yeah yeah <laughs> they is, call it the elderly bachelor Golden Bachelor no that's what they call yeah. you're calling him elderly yeah is well, that, elderly, um, yeah. I only watch the show. Be awesome if he like hurt. He had to get like hip surgery. <laughs> oh my goodness! No. He comes out of the fantasy suite. And he's like my hip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that could happen. That's not. Fun. That's not off the table, right? Yeah, no. Yeah. At least he had a good time. But the only reason I watch The Bachelor and the reason why I do a podcast about it, and I do, I love the show. It's a great formula. Is because it's it's really fun watching young people trying so hard to be famous and be humiliated on camera. 
I I take I take joy in that. I don't need to see my grandmother getting humiliated on camera. I I just don't, I don't want to see old people because the format of the show is to embarrass and humiliate you uh, for TV, and I don't need to see old people getting used like that. I want to see twenty somethings getting used like that. You don't think this is their goal of making you think, oh, this is going to be a real season. Like, we're actually going to help this guy find love. They're, yep. I feel like they're oh, trying they're gonna, they'll to, tell to, you to that. spin that. Yeah, they'll tell you that, but that's so a lot. So you lie. think that's the real lie. job of the show is to humiliate people? Oh, I mean, absolutely, yes. Yeah. yeah. Finding, oh, wow. love, finding love is about the 10th priority on the show. For real. The when I would, I would, I would, Speedos that, you know, are lime green and pink playing dodgeball, yeah, no, that's too embarrassing. <laughs> that's you. right. Yeah. By the no, way, I don't th- think it's to embarrass you. I, I think it's. I think it's. Uh, it it plays into all these parts of people's brains, which they think. You know, it's like there's a bunch. I I do believe that the finding love thing is like tenth. Yes. Right, in the priority list, <laughs> I would agree. With you. But I don't think humi- I think people humiliate themselves on their own. I just do Be- because of the structure of the show. That's the brilliance of the show, is that they have these humans fall into typical traps. Even though they know they're coming, they fall into them, and they embarrass themselves on national TV. And that's that's what's fun about the show. My question would be: <laughs> He's seventy, right? The uh, the yeah, the golden. Okay. My question is: uh, If if any, it would be one person would be seventy, another woman. The majority of the other women, I'm guessing, will be between the ages of 45 to 55. Oh, there'll be some in the 30s. No. Okay, you think 30? You think so? I'm not going to go that low, but yeah. If you, yeah. yeah. I doubt there'll be anybody between 65 to 70 in that group. If Maybe one, just to make it look good. There'll definitely be some, like, like grandma who's like got it together. You're like, she's how old? No way. But there'll also be, there's going to be a, she's how young? Yeah, I agree with that. No, they can't what, do that. They oh, they can. can. Why, why yes, can't they? Can. If you're, I, what's the difference if you're in your 30s or in your 40s and you're single and you like an older guy and he's like, you know, he's like a Benjamin Button type. Like, what's the difference? <laughs> he's aging backwards. Because I yeah. think, I think if you were to put somebody, let's just say 35, half his age, I feel that that's going to open the door automatically of obviously this woman is just trying to take him for whatever he's worth that he's right. not going again to. that's like a great storyline like <laughs> are you in it for the real reason for the right reasons this is like every have you watched the bachelor, well, bachelor that's what I'm saying. you can't so like the, what the show should do it's like no 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 nobody below 45 like it, it should it should not be i think anybody who's in the 30 year range now you're right Jay, Might Jay, they do it? Jay, i guess Jay, you're right jay Stu, what do you think the youngest uh what do you think the youngest female will be on the show um, I'm thinking late thirties, but I, but here's what the show typically has everyone lie about their age, right? Fair. Like, like you'll see a guy on this, you'll see a guy that's like 43 on um, it's like second plastic surgery and it'll be like, Ted is 28. Like, no, he's not. I think they're going to lie the opposite. I think they're going to be like, Marge is 62 Marge. and she's actually 39. But he's, to, but he's really 70, right? Yeah, he, well, yeah. I mean, I think so. He looks. I last week when they showed him, he looked. Let's see, golden bachelor. He did. He <laughs> looked. He looked older. He looked uh, older than seventy. Yeah. No. Wow. He, he looked like he a gel, not, like a, like yes. Well, he's old. Seventy-one is what he is listed as. Uh, Monsi, would you date a seventy-one-year-old? Absolutely not. 
Come not on, even Monty. a little bit. There's nothing He's in like, common. That's right. You'd have in, nothing in common right. with him. It's like, uh, Papi, can you have five shots of tequila <laughs> and survive? What, what like, if he can have five shots of tequila well, and survive? Well, then, you know, we'll go have a happy hour, but that's as <laughs> okay. far as it. <laughs> well, so you have a happy hour. Yeah. I could not date. If, no, I could not. Why? I could not physically be attracted to somebody. What if you are and you're like, you're how old? You're well, like, like, I'm 71. I, like, no well, way. Yeah, well, of course. What if you're giving me a, a, a situation where I have to like put myself in, a, in in something I don't see myself ever. I I don't think I could get there. How old's The Rock? I don't know. 50? I don't know. Let's find out. The Rock. Okay. <laughs> Hyper it in, Monty. I am. I am, guys. I'm on it. I mean, like, what is, what is, the, what is the limit there? He's to- 51. Well, okay. see, yeah, that's, he's not even 20 years older than me. He's an, so that's <laughs> not fine. even 20 years older than you. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Who's like the, who's, give me a good looking 60 year old. I cannot, okay. How about this? I can't date somebody older than my parents. How about that? That's, I think that's fair. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. There you go. So. What about your parents' age? Can my yeah? If my parents, uh, oh, you got him and your dad are cracking beers. Absolutely not. (laughs) My my dad can crack beers with my current boyfriend, who's exactly my age. So no, I can't. I think it's that. Like I can't have them be around my parents' age. Okay, that's that. There's the Monty Bolanos rules. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Goodyear tires. Ship, ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? 
And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the final two weeks of our summer of Tyrac sweepstakes. We've had two winners so far that have taken home a set of four brand new tires. Anthony K. from Huntingburg, Indiana, and Nelson L. from Roswell, Georgia. One last winner still up for grabs. Our third winner will be picked on Sunday to win a set of four tires plus insulation, taxes, and fees valued up to $1,500. Enter today at foxsporttrader.com. Every single day you get a fresh new entry and an additional chance to win. And it's free to register. To enter and get rules during this final week of the sweepstakes, visit foxsporttrader.com. Sponsored by TireRack.com. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Man, we're all the way to August 21st. You know what we haven't done? I think we're contractually obligated to talk about the Cowboys. Let's talk about the Cowboys. Why? Well, because they're the Cowboys. Be a Cowboy. How about them Cowboys? Uh, if you're new to this segment of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio, we make fun of the fact that everybody likes to talk about the Cowboys because the Cowboys are a uh, well, crazy snapshot of our country, right? So many great resources, so much desire to be the best, even the moniker America's team, and yet I ain't done nothing since the 90s, early 90s. Right? A lot of huff, a lot of bluster. But maybe not nearly what we sh- what it sh- it they should be. Des- Dak Prescott, their quarterback, said this about the season and how they'll be different this season from last season. I think you have to use your scars in that sense, and so to say I'm continuing to relive it, it's past me at this point. But a lot of a lot of the offseason was about that, and uh, with Mike taking over as the play caller, we went into details. And sometimes though there's three there's those three plays. There's a lot of details in that that allowed those three plays to not be successful. And uh, that's what we've really focused on this this training camp and this spring of cleaning that up, making sure receivers are on the same page, linemen are on the same page with my, my drops, and receivers understanding where they've got to be and when they've got to be just so uh, op- operation just goes a whole lot smoother. So we're using the things that hurt us last year that are going to be our strength this year. So obviously he's, um, he's talking about Mike. Mike being Mike McCarthy, their head coach, is calling the plays. Of course, he comes from the West Coast background. It's different than what Kellen Moore did. Uh, I can only tell you from at the Chargers camp, and granted, you know, we don't know if if that's how they really feel, but the Chargers couldn't be more excited about getting Kellen Moore, and they had a, at least yardage-wise, a really successful offense in Dallas. I don't know. I The Cowboys, they have a very good defense. They had the makings of what should be a good offense. C.D. Lamb's got a chance to be a star, and obviously the, you know, you change running backs where Zeke's out, and I think they, they think they can be really good. But uh, and as much as this is in McCarthy's wheelhouse, it'll be interesting to see what the rest of the team looks like with him focusing on the offense. Um, Bill Belichick is not one to just hand out compliments, but apparently he wanted to hand out one to... We're still doing uh, Want to Be a Cowboy. Apparently, he wanted to hand that one to Taylor Swift. Take a listen. That was pretty impressive. She's tough, man. She just stood out there and 
played right through it. So are you officially, do you consider yourself to officially be a Swifty? No. Officially? I don't know about that, but I don't know what I mean, officially seems like, is. Seems like, <laughs> seems like Aaron Rodgers is. Yeah. What does that mean? Like you have a, a, a sweatshirt or something? <laughs> You can have a few. Yeah, you can sing, I think you can sing some of the lyrics. You know, it's, uh, you know, I don't. Know. I mean, they were yeah. selling they were selling rainwater the the for seventy bucks a jar or something mm-hmm. like that. So. Yeah. Well, look, I'm definitely on the. You got to calm down. <laughs> okay, he's a Swifty. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Like, pretty you got to calm down. That's, <laughs> one of our best. Um, that's uh, there's a lot of times when that's very appropriate. That is awesome. That's so good. Now, Doug, I feel like we need some context here. Uh, anchoring today's show at the news desk is Monty Bologno. She just went to the tour uh, last week and had came back with a bunch of stories. And I think it was when you were gone on vacation. So, you know, a lot of Fox Sports Radio's bandwidth was Monty's experience at Taylor Swift. It, it became a thing. And she went around the room and it was like, what's your favorite song? Like, what's your favorite, you know? Her, her personal favorite 15. is... What is that the... I mean, I like a lot, but I do like Bad Blood. Bad Blood, okay. I, I, But I do like a lot. I like a lot, including You Need to Calm Down. I was going to say, so what What was my answer to the question? You Need to Calm Down. Do you know the song, Doug? Actually, that one I don't know. It Taking like, shots at me? Sounds like this. <laughs> now, it's like, it's got a great driving beat. I like the bass. Like, if it wasn't Taylor Swift, I would like it. It's just a great musically uh, melodic song, and... Bill Belichick, out of all the songs that she has, this is his favorite as well. So me, me, and the head coach of the Patriots have the something in common. Fifteen is my favorite song. Uh, my when my girls were little, I remember that song coming out, and I was like bawling at the idea of somebody breaking my little girl's heart in yeah. uh, when they're when they're fifteen. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that is a very sweet song. Yes. Yeah. Um, my brother took his daughter to one of the shows at SoFi and he said something to me which is it resonated with me which is real which is real like there isn't anybody on earth more famous or popular than Taylor Swift right now I would agree I I don't think it's arguable yeah you know I don't think it's arguable and it doesn't mean that everybody loves or knows all of her music new or old but she I mean she she literally sells out every show she has at you know, up to 100,000 seat venues. Mm. And uh, I mean, it's just printing money. And there's not anybody on earth that can do what she's doing. I know. I pointed you know? out that Beyonce's on tour and like nobody even knows that. I think people know, but Beyonce, Drake's on tour? Drake's, uh, yeah. And again, everybody's still just talking about Taylor Swift. Right. Yeah. It's really like she is amazingly sucking up all the oxygen. In the concert, Morgan Wallen obviously having a really successful tour. I saw him twice. Um, I've seen a bunch of shows this summer, but I did not. I'm, I'm not a Swifty. It just, it just wasn't. I just didn't want to do it. I um, it. I'm also a bit of a ticket snob, so I want to get good seats, and those are really expensive. And yeah, no. <laughs> so and my and my girls used to love Taylor Swift, and they they t- actually talked about going at the last second. Like, you want to go? I was like. Do you really want to go? Like, yeah, I kind of want to go because everybody's going. Like, nah. Anyway, it's crazy how popular she is. You can anybody can say I had a great summer. Taylor Swift has had a better than great summer. <laughs> I 
Yeah, totally. What did, what, did she give like a million bucks to the guys that drive the truck for the tour or something crazy like that? She's given millions of dollars to her crew and people that are helping her because she knows it's not just her. She's fully aware, which is another great thing about her, that there's no there's no scandal. There's no the, the worst thing people say about Taylor Swift is she's had a lot of boyfriends. That's the only thing. Mm, okay. But that's it. That's what people attack her from. That she's had a lot of boyfriends. But you know what? She, she's not married. She's got no kids. Let her live her life. I I don't think there's anything wrong with having a lot of boyfriends. I it's, don't either. It's, it's the it's the are you dating her? Say that you're in a song afterwards. That's that's the, that's the big question. But right? that's what it is. Correct. That she writes about it, and it's like guys do that too. What do you think Drake's writing about? Uh, well, there are some other parts that Drake writes about that I will. Fair, uh, but I'm saying guys also <laughs> write about relationships. And that's maybe that's more con- heavy. that's more country more country songs are about relationships. Yeah, that's fair. Those are stories. Yeah. I always think of country songs as stories. What's the worst concert you've ever been to? How about that one? Worst mm-hmm. concert I've ever been. Man, that's hard. I've been to a lot of concerts. As she thinks about this, um, I always say that the worst concerts I've been to, and there's there's three of them because they're the same band. One of my favorite bands is called The National. It's an alternative band. It actually just did a collab with with Taylor Swift. The National is a great recording band. They have great albums. They have a big following. And they are notorious for being horrible live. I I have gone to their concerts because I love the band and then sat through the concert and been like, man... This band's this is a horrible live band. <laughs> so Which that, that's happens. my answer. Which happens. I all the concert I concerts that I've been to, I've loved and had a great time. But if you're telling me to pick of the worst, and it's it was no, it was great. I would have to say Incubus, maybe, but it was great. It was great live. They were great. All the concerts, luckily that I've seen, I've wanted to, and they've all been great. Even when I saw Britney and she had to lip sync the whole thing, it was great. It's still great. Oh, the lip syncing thing just—I I can't do the lip syncing thing. But you know, she was dancing. She was putting on. A I don't show. care. It's I don't, different. I don't care. It's, I don't care. It, it's not different. Yes, it is. Because if I'm gonna go see no, Adele, it's, no, it's not. No, it's different. If I'm gonna go no, see Adele, no, it's not. No, it's she not. can't lip sync. <laughs> no, it's not. If I'm gonna go see Britney and she's gonna dance her butt off, she can lip sync. Okay, so then I'll go see dancers dance and they'll play the music in the background. Not the I don't, same. Uh, you're right. It's not the same because it's supposed to be the, the talent is supposed to be the ability to sing and dance. Like you go see Bruno Mars. He sings and dances. He sings every bar to every song, and he dances. If you can't do that, then you're, it's false advertising. His Sorry. dancing is not the dancing that Britney is doing. Like, doing a couple of moves here and there, and like, that's not Have the you same. been to a Bruno Mars show? I've never been to one. I've seen videos, and okay. I see how he dances. You could see, but it's like, Britney Spears is going all out, and this was years ago. This was a circus Great, I, I get tour. it. Like, now, I don't know, did Madonna, because all the, the female shows that are more dance than songs, right? There's sure. like it's all like a Unless copy of like Cher that went to Madonna that went to you know Janet Jackson and then you know you have you have a bunch of them. Did Madonna used to sing her songs when she would have her big shows? Sure looked like it. If you watch that documentary uh, Truth or Dare, looked like she was singing. I think maybe they sing some, right? And then others maybe not. The ballads they sing and then the yes. dance songs they don't? That's actually what I thought about Britney. When she sang her ballads and she wasn't, Probably, I yeah. thought I could hear her breathe. In the other ones, I was like, I don't think she's singing when she was dancing. But that was made into a big deal a couple weeks ago when Cardi B threw her microphone, <laughs> yeah. literally, <laughs> threw the microphone away so you, she couldn't sing. And then and the, was, song the song was so good. Yeah. <laughs> That's a tough one, man. That's a and tough she wasn't one. dancing. She was just Correct. walking the stage. I've, 
I like Post Malone a lot. Yeah. But he he was this weekend yes, in, he was. In, in Irvine, right? Yeah, that's right, that's San right. Bernardino Saturday. somewhere, yeah. I remember because um uh, Wait, 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 where where did you say? Was Monta- it in San Bernardino? Wait, how did you pronounce it? San Bernardino? No? no. Um you want to help? You you want to help well, there, Chase? Do uh, no. Covino and Rich give her crap for a couple pronunciations. <laughs> she she's she calls them the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals um, and San Bernardino is San Bernardino. So, uh, Sa- San Bernardino. There. No, San Bernardino. San Bernardino. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah there you go. But you're from California, Southern California, right? Yeah, I'm not from there. But you never like. <laughs> I've never been. There's San Bernardino Mountains. There's no. San Bernardino Freeway. There's San Bernardino's an area. No. <laughs> That's like somebody from Boston mispronouncing anything around Boston. Like, well, I'm not from that. I'm not from the. I'm not from Southie, so I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't think I give you Ramos. Do we give her a pass because we like Monsi when she I'll give doesn't her a know pass. how to. <laughs> She's so nice. Also, you don't have to give me a pass. I don't care. <laughs> I had never. That's a good point. Monty care. doesn't care. Yeah, I agree with her 100% too. I thought you were. Me- I thought she was messing with us. There was like a, I, like I say it that way because I I know this guy named Nardo or something. I don't know. Anyway, so how is it again? Sorry, San Bernardino. Did I say San, Bern- San Bernardino? San Bernardino. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the pronunciation police over here. I'm not. I just sorry. Even that one was. Uh, that was just, you know, it's like, it's like people from Oregon going like, don't call us Oregon, right? It's not Oregon, it's Oregon, it's, you know? I've always wondered about the person that calls it a pillow, pillow, like P-E-L-L-O-W. That, that's a thing. People call Wait, it a pillow. Are we talking about a pillow? Pillow? Yeah. Pil- who says? Who, who says pillow? Oh, no, I've, I've heard pillow a lot. Who? John, you know Where? People? <laughs> who? Not anybody. <laughs> what, is there the same people that call it a wash? I'm going to wash your question. Oh, well, oh, yeah. I mean, that's, I've said, I've done this radio segments. I'm like, we are gladly that people that call it Colorado, Colorado. <laughs> and you, everyone knows somebody who says, or usually like a grandma or uncle says, Washington. Throw it in the worst. Washington. I do that one on purpose. Those people, those people are slowly dying off. Right? They're just, they are. Like, that's going to be like, a, yeah, we all know it's Washington and Colorado. There's, a, there's an O at the end. Um, on the other hand, maybe it's not. I mean, Favre is not spelled Favre. It's Favre, but who knows? Uh, how do we get here? Oh, Post Malone. What were you going to say about Post Malone? That he's- just to, to button up the... the, the the segment here we had a we were talking about lip syncing mm-hmm. i love the song uh, psycho by post Malone, my favorite hip-hop song yes and i'm like how does he do this live because it entails a ton of lyrics in a small space and uh, you could hear the overdubbing when when you hear the recording i'm like i wonder how this goes live so then i tune into one of his performances and it's because he's lip syncing it and he sings he sings every occasional word to mm-hmm. it but it's like i don't know i felt kind of gypped but oh well what, didn't yeah. you, Doug, say that you want to hear the song? Yes. Yeah, you want to hear the song the way it was recorded or how it sounds. So you don't want him going off on some tangent like some bands do. So maybe in that sense, he was giving you what you wanted. Well, I, what I like about Taylor Swift is the same thing with Morgan Wallen, which is they just go song, 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 song. I'm sure she does some stuff where, Monsi, you could speak to this, calling people up on stage and doing those things. But for the most part, it's just about the music. Yeah. You came to hear the music. We didn't came, come to hear about, oh, my God, L.A., so good to be here, right? Like, <laughs> great. Just song. Came to hear songs. Came to hear songs. But uh, Post Malone, now he's dropped like 40 pounds, and he claims it's because he doesn't drink soda anymore. He used to just guzzle on yeah, a Coke something, and Dr. Something's Pepper. going on there. 
He says it's just his diet. I believe soda. I, if you could, if you had soda every single day, yeah, and then cut it, I think I believe it. I believe it as well. I hope it's true. I yeah. I just have a feeling it's he's doing what all those celebrities are doing right now. What the Ozempic? Ozempic. Ozempic? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Maybe maybe Ozempic mixed with the fact that he's not drinking soda. Yeah, it's a good little mix. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.